Hey everybody, welcome back to another installment of the Oliver Podcast. It's your favorite two, Zion and Storm. Mm-hmm. Glad to be mm-hmm. back with y'all again. I was just looking at our episode count the other day. Like we getting up there, we gonna have to do something special when we hit twenty episodes. I don't know what we gonna do, but I don't That's know. A fact. And yo, shout out to like all of the other because I didn't. Well, I mean, you've been reading them all to me from time to time, but. We be having people that's like from different countries listening. Oh, so yeah. anybody's from different countries listening to us, Portugal, like, Russia, South Africa, yeah, man, that's, that's uh, Brazil, Canada. We said we love all y'all out there. Before we get started, I got a random question for the day. I just thought about this the other night. Is there any situation where you would feel comfortable <laughs> using your spouse's toothbrush? Yeah. You would? Yeah. You wouldn't I feel mean, weird about it? If it's my spouse, like married. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, let's put it like this. Let's say I was about to brush my teeth or something. I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush. Uh-huh. It fell in the toilet. I'm in a rush. I got Yeah, go that's to what I'm saying. Like an extreme situation. Yeah. And I, you know, have to use her toothbrush. Yeah, of course. I'd use it. Even in other cases where it's not even that serious, I'd use it because I feel like. If I'm around them and I know that they're like a clean person, all I got to do is like rinse it under some steaming hot water and it'll be clean. I don't know if I can't. You, can, you can't do that. To, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how close we got to be for you to use your toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, y'all kissing and doing all this other stuff, man. I don't really see a difference. You know, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I can see where you're coming from, but I don't really see too much of a problem with it. No, uh, I guess to each his own. But we got a full docket today, so we're going to hop into this. Yes, sir. All right. So, first of all, shout out to Glorilla for signing with Yo Gaidi CMG. Love to see black excellence out here. People coming from the hood, you know, getting opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. At the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, okay, it's two big things wrong with this picture. But we're going to discuss the first one that most people pointed out. Then I'll get to something that I noticed later on. First thing is... She ain't have no lawyer. Now, from what was, like I said, we don't know if they just recorded that video for promotional purposes and maybe had a discussion beforehand with lawyers or whatnot. But from what we saw, we can only go off of what we saw. She got out of that car, walked onto that plane, looked at that contract for like half a second, maybe a second and a half, and just signed that joint. So, Norm, you being uh, an artist, let me know how you feel about that. If I'm being completely honest, man, uh, being an artist, it's um, especially when you're signing deals, I've had record labels hit me up in my DMs, and I'm not signing anything until I get a manager, a lawyer. I need a team behind me. You can't just be looking at these papers and signing a paper without looking at it. There's right. there's things in that paper that are that's very, very, very crucial when you sign it. And I didn't see her look at none. I just seen him, like, you know, Give her the paper. She look at. She didn't even really look at the paper all like that and just sign it. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. you can't do that, man. These these record labels and these these things, it ha- it'll have you messed up, man. When when they sign you and when they're giving you like a, like five hundred thousand dollars and when they signing you, that's not even your money. And that's one thing that, that I day. think a lot of people don't take into mind. Like when y'all be like, oh, 
this person signs to this and they gave him a million dollars or a half a million dollars or three million dollars, whatever, that comes out of their budget. Right. So when your album drop and you looking at all the money that was brought in, you be like, well, I'm short three million dollars. Nah, remember that advance I gave you? That yeah, wasn't like, just three million dollars yeah, I gave you. That was. You know what I'm saying, man? And it's just like all of these these advances that these artists begin when they sign, they just blowing it. They buying cars, they buying this, they buying that. When in reality, you gonna have to pay all of that money back, man. And I'm not saying that she don't got the talent to do that, right. but at the end of the day, when you sign into a label and you sign into all of these record labels and things of that nature, man, you gotta have a lawyer with you. You gotta have somebody that's gonna tell you the ins and outs of this business stuff. And I really start noticing that. I actually, I, I, I think I told y'all this already, but I was in contact with Joyner Lucas management and like, you know, his manager and all of that. Mm -hmm. And he was just telling me all of this stuff that I needed, like how I got to have stamps and you know what I'm saying? And a lawyer and all of this, all of it, just all of this sophisticated right. stuff. And like when I'm, I, I really want to take this music stuff seriously, man. So it's not just this music label and uh, not music label. This music industry is not really what y'all think it is. It's not as easy as people make it out to be, bro. And I mean that a hundred percent, man. So for her, yeah. like, congrats, congrats. Right. Because, and you know, and I want to make sure that, like, we not, the world, and specifically social media be so full of hate, is like, oh, why y'all talking about a lawyer, da, 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 y'all hating? No, we not hating. We just pointed out something, because we would hate for a year from now or two years from now, whatever. It'd be like, oh, Glorilla fighting for her masters or fighting for the rights to her name or something. Because, right. like I said, maybe they did discuss it with a lawyer or whatever. I don't, I don't know. We don't know what happened prior to that video being shot. But from what we saw, she did not, she didn't talk yeah, it over. Man. She didn't say, okay, yo, Gotti, turn the camera off. Let's talk about, you know, what's, what do all this yeah, mean? It's just she like, went on that plane and just signed her yeah, life away pretty much. When people, when, when money's in a conversation, people don't really, you know what I'm saying? People right. don't think, and I really think that that's what that was. I'm just like, you know, she's like, oh, this money? You know what I'm saying? And she was just like, yeah, I'm definitely taking this. This is like a, and I get it. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. I'm 100% aware of that. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like with, with these things, man, you always, and that's why when I get older, I'm always yeah. travel with, with my manager and somebody that actually knows the in and outs of this because you, you can't. That, can't that's business. You can't, business. you can't, you got to put your emotions to the side. Like, yeah. all right, cool. $500,000, a record contract, but what do this consist of? Because I would hate for her to be in a situation where, Oh, if you don't make this much money, we contain eighty-five percent of your royalties, and, and now she don't have no 15. money. And I forget who, who, ah, man, who was it? Matter of fact, think Summer Walker. Meg The Stallion just had a beef with her record label. I think it's ongoing. She signed a jacked-up deal again. I don't think she had a lawyer present when she signed her initial deal that wow. like put her on, and she's going through something with her label. Yeah, I think uh, if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong, anybody that's watching this, but if anybody's a fan of Summer Walker. I think she was actually in a um a similar situation like that where like she gave up like uh, she it was something and I think she only like getting like fifteen percent of like the music oh, or yeah, something right. like I that. Oh yeah, right. I remember that was out like she gets yeah. like pennies on a dollar for every. Yeah, like, right. And I'm just like, yo, like another thing crazy. that people don't know is that Tupac actually died broke. Like again, Death Row was like the houses and the cars that you saw Tupac have that was all purchased by Death Row. Mm -hmm. Tupac died with twenty thousand dollars to his name arguably the greatest rapper ever died you know on the grand scheme of things broke you know out of all the money that he could have had should have had and you know that's that's another reason y'all why like of course i want to have my own label and things like that but at the end of the day i want to stay independent that's right. why i look up to artists like uh con and artists like joiner lucas and you know what i'm saying all of these uh like tori you know what i'm saying all of these artists that are independent uzi 
independent. All of these artists that that's independent and they got off of their labels, man, it's just, it's good to see it because then you can spend what you want. You can make music when you want and everything that, you know, everything that you got is rightfully yours. It ain't like you got to pay other people back. And, you know, Jordan Lucas right, even got his right. own app. You know what I'm saying? He got yeah. people like uh, he just had a Bobby Schmurter challenge. He got Joey, Joey Badass coming in, uh, you know, uh, putting in work on the app. Royce the Five Nine, Hobson, got all of these, you know, all of these other great independent artists coming in on the app. So it's good to just see these independent artists thriving. Nothing against the people that sign record deals. Yeah, there's nothing and, wrong with a deal at yeah, all. Yeah, but uh, man, majority of the time, man, these people be selling their soul for you know these millions and you know basically giving your life away to these these contracts and stuff that you sign them man so i mean and, you know and before i get into part two of the discussion i do want to say like there's nothing wrong with signing a record deal to artists out there whether you're a rapper singer you know just a musician there's mm. nothing wrong with a deal just make sure you know what that deal consists of you know yeah man because it's no, go ahead oh okay i was gonna say because it's one thing to you know sign a record deal and you know everything is fine and you know fine and dandy right. but it's another thing on when you just signing that record deal because you're so eager to have the money, but you're not reading the ins and outs of it, and then they owning owning this and they they get that, and you know what I'm saying, and you ain't really reading it over. So then, when the time coming when you got to pay them back and you you doing all of this stuff, you're not gonna have the money and stuff, man. So it's just like I don't know, man. It's just when I if I ever get offered uh you know a record deal or you know anything like that, I'ma definitely read it over, man. I, I'ma have, we that's what y'all got to do man yeah. anybody that's trying to go into this music industry and you know what i'm saying and this these record labels hitting you up make sure you got a team behind you i think people have to keep in mind too that the record industry like the big labels i think i believe it's called the big three it's sony universal and i believe warner but the the record industry is ran by businessmen it's not ran by musicians yeah. you know so that's another thing with like artists like dale like i'm the type of person you can't i don't believe you should force art but so like when artists be like they sign a, a, you know, a three project album over the course of five years. It's like, but what if you don't feel like putting out, you know, three projects in five years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I definitely like keep in mind, like when you sign a record deal, that the industry is ran by businessmen, not actual musicians. At the same time, like I said, there's nothing wrong with signing a deal. There's nothing wrong with being independent. This isn't the 60s, 70s, 80s where you need, you know, a big label behind you to get your name out. This just times are different now. You can get you a mic, garage band. You don't even need a mic. Get you some Apple earbuds, GarageBand, and an iPhone, and boom, you could be out here. Yeah, that's what I do, man. That's just, that's how I right. That's how normal music. Um, through, through my headphones, I, I gotta find them. <laughs> gotta find them, but sooner or later, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> definitely order me like a mic or you know whatever. That's what's up. Yeah, y'all. So, um, with all of that being said, man, it's like be I said. Be careful what y'all signing out yeah, here. Yeah, man. Just be careful, man. Always be careful. Now, part two of what I wanted to say pertaining to this Glorilla situation. If y'all don't know who Glorilla is, because I know we have an older audience listening, Glorilla is the song. I know you've heard um, F-R-E-E, -E, blank, N-word, free. It's called, look up the song. It's called F-N-F. <laughs> we won't share it here. We focus it on being more family friendly. Yeah, but um, <laughs> That's I also noticed that when she got out the car, six or seven, I might be exaggerating, but six or seven girls got out behind her. And I'm of the mindset that business is between the people that do it. So I don't think that there was no reason for them to be present there because you know what? They, first of all, they all walk on a plane. They see all that money. It's not going to be too long before the hands come out. And I was talking to Norma just the other count day. Your pockets. Right. They're going to count your pockets. Oh, girl, my, my car note, dude. Can you help me out? Nah, I can't. You just got 500000 from Gotti. You can't you help me out. Help me like. 
Man. Get like that's another thing. Like no matter is business, the music industry or what business, it is between those that do it. There's no reason for your home girl, your homeboy, or plural to be around while you conducting a business deal, unless they're in on it too. Like if we do something for the podcast, then Nor- me and Norm gonna be signing that. We gonna be there together. Now if Norm gets signed to a record label, when he gets signed to a record label, there's no purpose for me to be there. Business is, is between those that do it. So make sure y'all keep that in mind as well. Yeah, man. And that's a, that's a big problem. I, uh all of these artists when they get big their families start looking at them as like you know the cash cow and right like, you know just trying to milk them for money and it's just like man like i'd get i'd get this money and I'm, I'm getting this paper like okay if you're like you know worth worth a billion or something like that and somebody's just asking you for something small okay sure but like if i'm really like just getting put on like let's put it in in, a, in an instance like this like the, the glow realist situation um like I said, man, it's not even your money. Right. You know? Well, it depends on the situation, but to her situation, at 500K, like you said, it's not her money. But yeah, man, it's just like, I don't know. Like At the end of the day, y'all, just beware. Just be careful and, you know, just be mindful of y'all situations. And, you know, if you're going into business, you always got to have a lawyer with you, no matter if it's music, That's no matter fact. if it's anything. And st- do do some studying on it. Right. Do some studying on it because it's, it's things that you got to know when it come down to business. Period. I, I remember Fetty Wap telling a story about um, there was this one time he just went to the mall to get him some Amiri jeans. Now, Amiri jeans, I believe, run for maybe around 1500 They like real expensive. Now, let's put this in perspective. He's going into the store just to get him, him one pair of Amiri jeans that he wanted. One pair. He got that one pair, but then he got an entourage of 50 people and they all looking like, where mine at? So you went into the store to spend fifteen hundred dollars, and you come out spending seventy five thousand. When he was talking to uh, academics, I think it was that. Yeah. I so it's like, that. and you know, I'm all for helping people out. Like I say, I got a big heart. When this podcast blow up, I'm of course gonna help people out around me. But of course, don't make people feel like it's your duty to help them out. Yeah, man. Like just because, like you know, we getting money and this and that, don't make it seem yeah. like oh. You got to give me money Right, now cause because people would try you, to guilt shame you. Like, yeah, oh, you can't do you this for me. This. I used to do this for you back in the day. Or I used to do this. I used to do this. It was like. Somebody, uh, that's crazy. Joyner actually had a lyrics in his I Lie song. He said, I ate, I ate at my auntie's house. She think that I owe her now. Yeah. Like, it's just like little stuff like that. And like, you know, I don't, <laughs> of course, like, like you just said, like, I'm always going to support family. I'm always going to be there. But. If I, when I actually blow up with this music stuff and when his podcast blow up, man, don't, don't just come, you know, trying to count our pockets just because, you know, we got it. Oh, he got it. So let me, let me ask him for this. Oh, he got it. Let me ask him for this. You know, it's every other week. Oh, let me get this. Let me get that. You know what I'm saying? It can't. Right. Because I ain't going to run me, bro. You had me somewhere 20 years from now doing Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) (laughs) Broke as a joke, bro. I will not. Like, it's one thing. I will help you out, but don't. You know, that's the thing with people borrowing money. That's why I don't like to loan money out because you do something one time. And if you do it that one time, some people will think, oh, this is the go ahead. This can be where I keep going, going and going and going for money. And that is not going to be the case with me. Sorry. No, no, I'm not sorry, actually. And if anybody from from the future right now, if you're listening, if you keep constantly coming to me and then one day I tell you no and you decide to cut me off, so be it. I don't care. You're not going to keep coming to me and you're basically using me. That's what it is. Like if it's one, okay, if it's one to five times, like you know, in a year, you come in, you ask me for money, cool. But if you just keep constantly coming back and coming back and coming back just to use me because you know I got it, you're using me. And I need to know what your credit situation is like. Do you pay people back? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, man. And honestly, if I got it, 
And, you know, because when I when I do have it and when eventually when I get it, I'm not going to ask people to pay me back. You don't need to pay me back if I if I know for a fact, like I got the money and like I have the. Yeah, like if I loan you ten thousand dollars, if I give you ten thousand dollars, you ain't got to pay that back. Because if you asking for it, you probably can't give it back anyway. But now a hundred dollars, I'm going to need that back because it's the principal. I don't care how rich I am. (laughs) I'm working out for principal here. Yeah, man, you know, but yeah, it is what it is. So on the topic of money. Norm actually told me about the logic situation. You want to go into that? The rapper yeah, logic. Man. So I'm, you know, y'all, I'm scrolling through Instagram the other day and uh uh I come across Logic's page. Uh as y'all may know, if you guys don't know who Logic is, he's a uh a recording artist, he's a rapper, you know, pretty, pretty nice with the pen or whatever. But yeah, man, so he was on Instagram and he was posting a video and apparently one of his friends got into a really, really bad car accident, is up in a hospital. And what Logic did was he set up a GoFundMe page, you know, to basically, I think it was like the goal was 100K. And when I checked and he posted a video like four hours ago, when I checked, they was already at 95,000. So, um, but yeah, but so basically what he did was he was asking his fans to like go donate to the GoFundMe page and the fans were in the comments and they were saying like, yo, I rock with you heavy, but at the same time, aren't you a millionaire? Didn't you just sign a deal with Twitch where you was making like millions of dollars? Didn't you just, you know what I'm saying? Like all of this, you know, saying all of this stuff about the situation. And they just like, like you come into your fans and we broke, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you, you are, uh, you know, a multimillionaire recording artist and you can't pay this hundred K right off. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, to me, I, I don't really know how to feel about it, man, but <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it, but I just wanted to get your opinion on it. What do, what do you think? Cause I can I can understand okay. where these fans is coming from. I, I really can too, but I can also. <sighs> you see, like now, <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause that is tricky. Cause it's like, am I? I'm, okay, who set up the GoFundMe? Logic didn't set it up, did he? Or did he just share it? I think I don't know. I think he actually set it up because of the link. Okay, is in his bio and that's very. That's sure. gonna be pertinent information. Like I need to know who set it up before I make this decision or share this opinion. Let me let me go to his page. Let me go to bro page. We're gonna take a quick commercial break while we find our information. Honey, if you guys would go online shopping, now let me stop. They really do need to give us an ad though. <laughs> make sure y'all share this with y'all friends so we can get ads and y'all can start seeing us. We can go visual because you know we're gonna make this podcast pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Or if y'all want to donate money, we do have that open too on the anchor app, you know. Bless these two young brothers, black excellence. We trying to take it somewhere. We're gonna take y'all with us. That's a fact. Honestly, uh, I can't find a post, but I just know he was on. It, it should be on my like. I think I like the post, but uh, I just know for a fact, like he was on there. And he was just talking like, um, yeah, y'all, if you guys can go donate to the fo- GoFundMe page and, you know, just all of this stuff. And I'm just like, man, like, bro, I and I like I said, I was I saw exactly where the fans were coming from, because it's just like. But then at the same time, <laughs> I don't know. Would that make me sound like a hypocrite because of what I was just saying, like about the money situation and all of that? Okay, actually, this goes back to what we were saying, like literally just like five minutes ago. Because I have it doesn't mean I'm obligated to give it to you. So I I understand where he's coming from. Now, I would hope that he wouldn't go as far as to set up a GoFundMe because then it's kind of like I would consider that a slap in the face. Now, if his 
let's say the friend's family, you know, set up a GoFundMe and he's just like trying to get the word out. That's logic. He got a big platform. Of course, he can just, you know, he like he he said he posted it on his Instagram and now that you know they almost near the goal. Um. So yeah, it's like we said. Just because I have it doesn't mean I'm obligated to give it to you. And then again, I think that people don't really. You may have four, your net worth may be $14 million, but that may not necessarily mean you have $100,000 liquid cash. Yeah. Because some people are not good with money. Now, he may have investments that just aren't, you know, they can't be liquidated as fast, so he won't be able to get the money. But we don't know what his, you know, liquid, you know, physical money situation is. He might only have $50,000 on hand, so he may not be able to get $100,000. But I wouldn't. I don't know. That's such a tricky situation, but I, I'm going to just stick with my, my first answer. Like, just because he has it doesn't mean he's obligated to give it. What you think about that? Me personally, man, like, I know for a fact, like, first of all, he said that this was one of his close friends. Me, if I'm in this situation, I'm not I'm not going to, if I'm a multimillionaire recording artist, I'm not going to go to my fans and tell them, yo, like, raise $100,000 for me, even though the fans actually did do it. I don't. I'm not well. I'm not even sure if they really did it. I don't know if he like donated a fifty thousand or already or seventy five thousand. I don't know if he put money into it. I'm not too sure, you know. But at the same time, if I'm a, if I'm a like that's like Drake, that's like Drake or you know Kanye coming, you know, and uh, one of their friends getting into a really really bad accident or something like that, and um, you know they need money for a GoFundMe page. One thing about me is if uh, I'm on, my family is going to be on. My closest friends are going to be on, too. Uh-huh. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not, not, not everybody, because people going to probably say, right. like, oh, I'm going to mark his words. Not everybody, because I, I don't got too much friends, and um, I don't really talk to most of my family. But for the ones that are close to me, I'm going to make sure everybody on, like my, as far as my mom and, and my sisters and my cousins going, y'all, Sully, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to make sure y'all straight. But um, I don't know. As far as everybody else, man, I hope y'all don't think I owe y'all nothing because I don't. I don't know anybody anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I owe it to my parents because they gave me life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make sure they straight. But, um, you know, and a couple other folk, too. But at the same time, it's just like with this situation, man, if I know for a fact that I got it and it's one of my close friends because he was he was like telling us, he was like, yeah, like, man, he's just one of my my close friends and you know things like that i'm gonna make sure my friend is straight i ain't gonna set up no goal for me account that's just me so in my opinion i'm gonna have to go with the fans on this one i'm i'm leaning to, i can understand where you coming from but i'm mm-hmm. leaning more towards the fans on this one i'm gonna be completely honest with you if you claim that this is your boy <laughs> you know what i'm saying this is your home your homie you you setting up these GoFundMe's for him and you know what i'm saying I, I'm, I'm not gonna do all of that if i know for a fact that i got it i'm getting paper i'm getting bread i'm i'm i'm, I'm paying that off Okay, now let me That's play. Me. Let me play. I guess this would be devil's advocate. Mm. Let's say, okay, the friend is in the hospital. Logic be like, oh man, it's my boy. You know what? Y'all ain't got to worry about now. I'm gonna pay for everything. What if his family said, you know, no, we don't want you to do that. You know, you don't, you don't have to do that. Okay. Then, then would it be? Would that change how you feel about him setting up the GoFundMe if he set it up? Because we don't know if he set it up. <sighs> I think that would change or change up my my opinions a little bit. Um, even so, though, at the same time, like let's just put it like this: let's say like his family said no, 
but behind closed doors, he he just did it anyway. I feel like I me, I would still do that. But if he's still set up to go fund me, then he's still set up to go fund me. I like I said, I don't know who set it up. I'm pretty sure if I, I'm gonna find a post, I'm gonna find that post because mm. you know it was on there, and I'm pretty sure it's still somewhere on there. But it was like one of those five minute Instagram videos, so I don't know where oh, the find those at. But yeah. he was a uh, you know he was just talking about it, so I'm gonna definitely be sure to find it. And you know, just make sure like I I can I can get the background details on it. So if he finds it, we gonna put it on our Instagram story, and we'll and y'all y'all be the judge of it. Yeah, we'll put like a, we'll put a poll up just or a question feedback. box or something, and y'all give us feedback on how y'all feel about the situation. Right, right, right. But with that being said, no. though, prayers to you know Logic and his friend prayer for healing in that whole situation, because you know I know that you know a hundred thousand dollar hospital bill things can be easy. So you know we wishing positive energy to everybody involved with the situation. Okay, so this next one, this is, okay, you tell me how you feel about this. So mm -hmm. Senator Tierra Mack, I believe she is from Rhode Island. She's a state senator. Mm -hmm. She caught flack online recently for posting a video privately, like in her private life of her twerking. Okay. Now people are saying as a public official, she shouldn't have behaved in that manner. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, that that's unprofessional. That's mm -hmm. unethical. How you feel about it? Okay, let me let me just say this first. Um, if I'm a person and, and I'm known or whatever, of course I'm gonna watch what I do. But going out every once in a while, having fun, maybe having a couple of drinks. Now I ain't saying that you're gonna be tore up and your friends recording you on Instagram. You drunk, you're twerking, you're popping mm -hmm. your your stuff everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's completely different. But if I'm being completely honest, in my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with it especially if she put it on her private and somehow it got leaked. I'm not really No, sure. I'm not saying it was put on like any type of private account. I'm just saying it's what she did in her private life. Right. And you know, honestly, man, like I said, bro, you're you're not living life if okay. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest, y'all. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm a I'm an individual that's going to speak my mind. If I ever ran for something like president or, you know, anything like that. Like let's let's put it like this. Let's say I uh I'm I'm a president or whatever. And <clears throat> as y'all know, I'm a musical artist. Let's say, you know, I'm just rapping or whatever, and you know, I still I'm still nice with the pen and I say like some questionable lyrics or whatever. I'm gonna always express myself. And I don't think people should try to live up to other people's expectations based on because, oh, you're this or you're that. So you should know how to carry yourself. Bro, she's twerking. I get it. I get it. You you should, if you're like something like that. You should know how to carry yourself, bro. But she's having fun. Let the woman live her life, man. She's chilling. I think that and I'm guilty of this, too. Not with politicians, but I'm going to throw politicians, pastors, and mm. those are the two categories I can think of right now. Politicians and pastors are two people who we feel like, for some reason, they're not human. So they're not allowed to do this and do, do that. This right. and do that. Like, they're still human. Now, they may present themselves in front of us a certain way. That's when they're at work in their professional life. Yeah. In their private life, they just like us. Quiet as it's kept. I know pastors that cuss like a sailor. Yeah, I do. I do, too. We ain't going to speak. We ain't, ain't going to say, say no, no names, names. But trust me, I but know. cuss like a sailor. But yeah, you know man. what? When it, a straight prophet. I know that's going to sound crazy, but she spoke over my life in such a, a like a, you know, a way that it, it can only come from God. So, like. Like people, they gonna do their own thing in their personal life. 
honestly. I don't yeah. think that we should judge them or think they're any less, you know, uh, than what they they, are. that they're yeah. not as uh, good at their job because the girl was twerking, all right? Yeah, like, it's not that deep. It'd be now, different if it was a video of her yeah, if shoot, it was like, smoke, doing a line of coke Right, now, if it was, like, you know, a sex tape or something like, you know, like something crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's completely different. But if she just twerking, bro, and having fun. Twerking on the beach, might I know, add. Enjoying her life. Yeah, man. Like, you know, y'all can. One thing about one thing about this society, bro, is y'all will, y'all know how to judge somebody, bro. Y'all know, y'all, y'all will judge somebody until the wheels fall off. Y'all will judge somebody until the wheels fall off. If the internet off. don't do nothing else, y'all gonna right, be in somebody's right, business. Man. And you know, just mind your own. Mind your own, bro. Because honestly, if you were in that position. And you, you were, uh, you know, somebody like that, and you wanted to live your life and have fun. You wouldn't want people judging you, right? So let her live her life, man. You know what I'm saying? If if this was me a couple of years ago, I'd probably be like, "That is disgusting. Why would she do that?" But no, I'm not like that, man. <laughs> you got to think for yourself, and not thinking just off of the media and based off of the comments. Have your own mind, and that's the one problem with the media today. Y'all see somebody's opinion and everybody, you know, they just think that, oh, okay. well, since everybody else is saying this, I'm just going to ride the wave. I'm just going to ride the boat when y'all don't want to think for yourself. Y'all are sheep. Exactly. Y'all are sheep. You need to start being a wolf and start standing out, bro. You can't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, bro? You got to you got to start thinking for yourself. You can't just be opinion. You you know, like, of course, everybody's opinionated, but you can't, you know, base your opinion based off of everybody else and what they saying. You got to think for yourself. Have your own opinion. At the end of the day, that woman is, you know, she having fun and she living her life, man. And I'm I'm happy for her. So do you. Okay, so this next story is related to a famous story. If you don't know, you mm-hmm. should know. We won't go into the whole well, we might as well. For those of you who don't know the story of Emmett Till, Emmett Till was a 13-year-old boy, I believe. He was a he was he was young. He was a kid. Very young, preteens might have been in his low te- in his early teenage years. He was from Chicago. He went down to Mississippi, I believe, to go visit his family. 14. He he was 14? fourteen. Okay, he was fourteen years old. Went to go visit his family down south. A boy from the north. Yeah. Um, and a white lady lied. Mind you, this happened back in 1955. So a white lady lied on him. He was snatched from his home in the middle of the night, where his you know his relatives home where he was staying. Snatched from his home, beaten beyond recognition. Um, if you want to look at pictures from that online, wow. you can. Yeah, because she. I would say prepare yourself to view those images. Yeah, when I say beyond graphic. recognizable, I mean very beyond graphic. recognizable. Pulled his, I'm telling you, I pulled his eyeballs out. Uh, we not gonna go into detail because yeah, yeah. It's just it's very graphic, man. So if you don't, if so, you don't have a good stomach, I suggest you don't look at it. But. Yeah, but um, all this because a white woman lied on him and said that he tried to talk to her or flirt with her in some manner. Whistle at her, and back in the day. I think whistling was uh, a gesture of flirting. Well, yeah, so, or like just even the fact that oh, you a black boy trying to flirt with one of our yeah, older white, white women. Woman. That was yeah, like that she, was like the biggest thing. Uh, she lied on them. Yeah, I'm pretty so, sure y'all all know this. Yeah, so we found out that was a lie. Um, mind you, this happened in 1955. A few weeks ago, a old arrest warrant for the lady Carolyn Bryant was found in the basement of a courthouse. I'm assuming in the city where it happened. Um. By the way, Carolyn Bryant lives in uh, Mississippi, or sorry, in North Carolina, I believe. I believe she lives in Raleigh. Um, I know the arrest warrant was found, and so now the conversation is, do we arrest this woman? Now, if you're asking why wasn't the arrest warrant served, mind you, this is 1955. One thing racist white people going to do is stick together. 
the reason that the uh, warrant wasn't served, the sheriff at the time said, oh, I didn't want to bother her because she has two young children that she needed to take care of. That's BS. We all know it. But, Norm, let me get your opinion on the matter. Do you think that an 80-something-year-old woman should be arrested? All right, y'all, so... Hold on. Not an 80-something-year-old woman. Do you think Carolyn Bryant should be arrested? Let's. Right. It's her. Okay. So let's put it in an instance like this, y'all. So first off, yes, I'm going to just answer that. Yes, I do think she should go to jail. Let me put it like this, y'all. <laughs> if there was a completely normal 80-year-old woman, let's put it in the shoes of like that guy that you know was just at the tops. Let's say he was 80 years old and he came in and did what he did. Is he going to jail? Yeah. He's going to jail. Her, you're going to lie on somebody. They they beat this little boy up because of your lie. You're, they found I, I this think, stuff an in your basement. accessory to murder. Yeah, you're basically right. You're going to jail. I don't care how old you are. You can be a 100-year-old man and do something crazy and wild. You're going to jail. And that's the problem with America is that we, when it comes to racism, like we just don't want to address it and don't want people to pay the price for what they did because just recently, I believe it was maybe two weeks ago, a Nazi war, uh, a Nazi um security guard went to jail right yeah he was i believe he was 101 years old and he just got sentenced to five years in prison for crimes that he committed back in 1945 yeah that's my problem with america it's like okay so since we just mentioned the nazi thing in germany it is illegal to wave the nazi flag it is illegal to make the nazi salute but here in america you can wave the confederate flag you can yell white power whatever and now here we have this situation where a white woman lied on a young black kid and he was killed. And now the, is, there should be no argument. Not only do I want her arrested, I want SWAT officers at her door. The front door, the back door. Break the window. <laughs> throw a flashbang yeah. in there. Break the door in. We'll per- nah, don't beat her up. She old. She might die. She needs to be in jail. She needs I want to y'all to treat her like y'all treat these black men we, for a simple crime. And they treat like it's a, a drug lab in the basement. Yeah, we get we get arrested for having weed in our car or something like that, and y'all go buck wild and y'all beat us until we four cars for an ounce of weed. Yep, it's terrible, man. What what these what these cops do to do to black folk nowadays? And you know, honestly, it hasn't changed as much as we probably wanted it to. But um, and, you know, things have not changed, man, and it, it really sucks, bro. But yeah, I do definitely one hundred percent think that this woman should be in jail. I don't think that there's any excuse on why she isn't in jail. Obviously, they're going to make an excuse because she's black. But if this was a white. black or because she's white, <laughs> but if this was a black woman and a black woman was to do this. Oh, and let's say, let's say that the, 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 the role oh. was reversed. You know what I'm oh, saying? You should, oh, she would have been in jail, jail so jail. quick. Jail, there would have been man. no question. Oh, we found us a warrant. Yeah. Go round her up. Yeah, man. She's going to jail, bro. So and the thing is, is so the situation now is, OK, like I said, Carolyn Bryant now lives in. Um, North Carolina. Riley is in North Carolina. Riley, right? North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, she lives in Riley. The crime happened in Mississippi. The di- the district attorney in North Carolina is like, I'm all ready to act on it. I'm ready to arrest her. But due to the law and um, great old America and its laws, the city where it happens, so whatever part of Mississippi it happened in, they have to issue a new arrest warrant because that arrest yeah. warrant is what they call a stale arrest warrant. Yeah. And so I don't. I guess the the, the municipality in uh Mississippi is dragging their feet or i guess pretty much not trying to draw up a new arrest warrant so it'll be interesting to see where this story goes but i i would hope that um i can bet y'all this woman is not gonna go to jail that's just me i just know that the the world that we live in nowadays 
with them turning all of this stuff around with the woman and, and all of this stuff, this this lady is not going to jail. And it's sad to say it, but I just I don't feel like she is. It's just like the justice that black people want to receive will never, ever, ever be what we want it to be. We'll never get the justice that that we deserve, man. So this white woman, do I think she's going to jail? My question is no. Do I think she should go to jail? 100%, of course. Absolutely. But is she going to go to jail? No, I don't think so. So I think that really sums it up. But yeah, uh, if y'all want to give us any answers or you know anything like that, be sure to hit us up and tell us how you feel about this situation. Like we said, yeah, let us know. So, Norm, mm. well, let's, you guys, for the most part, y'all know my story. Y'all know I lived in Virginia for two years. Yeah. Um, came back in the summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. And during that time, the majority of my time was either spent with Norman Janiah or one of my old friends. Yes. When I was spent time with Norman Janiah, we were the DoorDash king and queen. <laughs> in the summer of 2020, I wouldn't be surprised if we spent well over a thousand dollars DoorDash and stuff. We would just either. be in the house, be like, I and I had a car at either. the time. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I don't feel like going out. Let's just DoorDash like it. I, I wouldn't be surprised either, honestly. So you can only imagine the hatred I felt. Hate is a strong word, and I I know that, and I'm using it. You can only imagine the hatred I felt when I found out I missed out on the DoorDash glitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> a couple of days ago, DoorDash, the whole DoorDash system had. A glitch with the payment that, system. I'm the, thinking that this is only in New York State. This is everywhere. It was everywhere. No, that wow. wasn't in New York. That was everywhere. Okay. So wow. DoorDash, uh, the I guess something with the payment. It was that people weren't being charged for the food they ordered. Mm-hmm. Now, and you know, just human nature, you give people an inch, they take a mile. Yeah. You got <laughs> one person I saw ordered three thousand dollars worth of liquor. Twenty somebody. Somebody 20 ordered K. twenty thousand dollars worth of seafood boils. <laughs> All to wake up the next day, I found out not they weren't. You know, it's not that they weren't charged. The charging was delayed for some delayed. reason. So they woke up next day to them accounts and overdrawn. Debt. And debt. I'm talking. I'm talking college fee and debt, boy. Norm, imagine. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's. I wish I had a time machine. Let's go back to 2020. Imagine, oh <laughs> imagine God. me, you, and Janaya sitting in the house. We'd be like, "Oh, DoorDash is free. It's a glitch." We, we wall out, and the next day we wake up. And our car say negative twenty thousand dollars. What's your reaction? I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm probably gonna cry. <laughs> I'm probably gonna cry. And I know these these folk, they they in their bed, they don't know what to do right now. They don't wanna wake up. They just wanna be sick. I traveling. would be sick. Sick to my stomach, bro. If you if I if I woke up and I seen that that I was behind twenty thousand dollars on my car, how are you paying that off? How are you paying that That's off? That's a fact. Some of that, some of these people live in live in a hood with these beat down houses can barely pay bills and you spend twenty thousand dollars on food. And the thing you is, free. you caught yourself being slick, so the company's not gonna work with you. It's one thing if it's a glitch and you were just for some outrageous region charged twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. But the glitch, you thought you had free food and now you try to do something slick, so the company's not gonna be like, "Oh, we'll work." Out. Nah, yeah, run that twenty they, G's, they want cause that money. They want that money. This you... this ain't twenty dollars. This is twenty thousand dollars. My question is. With these people that uh that was delivering this stuff, was they getting paid? I would assume so. I, that's a good question. I don't know if the driver because I don't did the trend did like with the transactions with with people thinking that they getting free food. I'm pretty sure these folk was getting paid too. After you know, after everything added up, I'm I know they was probably like, hmm, 
wonder why I'm not getting paid for this or anything. And they probably was just taking it. You know what? I think DoorDash knew what they was doing. I genuinely did. I don't <laughs> you know, think it man. Was a something, setup? something in my head is just telling me, like, there's no way that that glitch was going on for that long. And DoorDash didn't know what they was doing. I think they knew what they was doing. I mean, they probably were alerted about it, but then they had to take time to work out the problem. You got to think, like, a, like when whenever so, uh, Facebook or Instagram go down, like, they're alerted of the problem, but yeah. it may take them some time to figure yeah. it out. I think, I think that, <laughs> I just think that, these folk was probably like this morning the the, the heck that that DoorDash headquarters was probably laughing, bro. They saying it's some money right now, man. Like for real, you for real. better run us our twenty racks to somebody. It was like, like twenty thousand on seafood, three thousand on seafood. I mean, 6K I seen three thousand on liquor. I seen six k on liquor. Somebody bro. spent six thousand on liquor. Like okay, backtrack. What you need three thousand, three to six thousand dollars worth of liquor for? Honestly, bro, you like that? That some of that is gonna just be sitting in your house just for next for next year, bro. Twenty thousand dollars now. Get it? I know liquor is expensive, but twenty thousand dollars worth. You're not your <laughs> grandkids gonna drink that stuff. Honestly, honestly, bro, like you, you, you take a shot of liquor. You, you. It's not like I don't know. You do got some people that's alcoholics that are literally drink like a bottle, like a couple bottles a day. That's the fact. That's twenty. That but, six thousand might be gone by next one next month. I'll say. But, <laughs> It just depends, bro. Like, honestly, I'm just saying this whole situation is crazy. And I know for a fact that for the people that was spending money like that. Now, let's put it like this. If I ordered like three meals in one day and I'm a hundred dollars in a hole. OK, cool. I'm going to pay right. that back. Like, that's fine. But and six. 000, that's what we were bro. talking about yesterday. Like I said, like, OK, if I would have known there was a glitch, I probably would have got full for me, you, Janaya, your niece and nephew. I'd just be like, oh, it's free. All right, whatever. Yeah. OK, it probably would have came out to a hundred. Hundred fifty dollars, you know, because DoorDash is stupid expensive. So for five, right. however many five plus people, it's probably gonna be about a hundred dollars for yeah, you know meals. Yeah, but that's just a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. I can pay that back. Right. I'm not gonna be like, oh y'all, it's a glitch. Let's order food for the whole neighborhood. <laughs> that's probably what they was doing, man. It's just like to me, to me, it's just like if if it was that case and we was like hundred and fifty dollars in debt, I know we'd probably be like, dang, bro, I'm so tight. But we would laugh about it. Right, we laugh about it, and we then you know, worst it. worst case scenario, all three of us pitch in to pay it back. You yeah, know, yeah, and you know, but if it's just like if it's this man, I, I really do feel bad for y'all. I really feel bad for the folks. And that was, I would say I feel bad. I feel worse for the well, of course, I feel worse for the twenty thousand dollars than the six thousand dollars because liquor, like like we said, you can't drink all that, so you might be able to work something out where you know what? Okay, we back. can give it right. back to the store. Right. Food. I'm sure they called their cousins, aunties, uncles, everybody. Y'all, we having a big seafood boy. You can't get that back. Bro. It's else. You got to figure out. Now, I don't know. Like, I don't know what. I, okay, maybe before I was wrong. DoorDash might be able to work out a payment plan. They might be like, look, pay us a hundred, couple hundred mm-hmm. dollars like here and there. But now you got another bill over something stupid. And I also have another question. So for the people that was ordering thousands of dollars worth of food, the workers in there making that food, I know. Oh my! You people gosh. didn't even think about that. I know for a fact, y'all got off of work and y'all was just like, "Bro, what? What's going hell on? Just happened." Like, like you know I, what I'm I saying, worked bro? fast food. I worked at Zaxby's for mm, Zaxby's a little, little less than a year. Yeah. Well, a lot less than a year, like September to April. It looks so good when I see people. I would have been so upset if we had to prepare eighty thousand, no six, eighty three twenty thousand dollars worth of food. <laughs> Facts. 
First bro. of all, twenty thousand dollars with food. I'm pretty sure you cleaned out or yeah. close to cleaned out that yeah. restaurant. And how? Matter of fact, how do you even? How much is a bottle of liquor worth? You usually like like thirty five, twenty twenty to thirty five yeah, bucks. Yeah, liquor's not like cheap. Thirty five to fifty dollars. Yeah, bro. If you do the math on that, that's like thirty times a hundred is what three hundred, right? Um, I believe. I'm not me and numbers. No, 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 no. I'm tripping. You the numbers guy. I'm tripping. Thirty times ten is three hundred. Okay, yeah. So thirty times a hundred would be what? I'm. uh, Let me. Let me. Let let me look at this. Hold on, because I'm going. I'm trying to. Okay, so I found one of the orders. I I don't know which one this was for. Um, so this dude ordered twenty seven bottles of Casamigos Reposado. $30 $30 of Casamitos Reposado in a smaller bottle. 30, 30, I mean, I'm sorry, 30 bottles, not $30, 30 bottles of Casamigos. Another 30 bottles of Don Julio Reposado. And then another 30 of Don Julio Reposado in another, uh, another a smaller bottle. So this is looking like one, two, three. So this might have been a $6,000 order you saw. Okay. So I just did the math, y'all. So $30 times 200 if you do 30 dollars 200 times that's six thousand. <clears throat> so basically you got 200 to 200 bottles of alcohol at your house and where did you even get the alcohol from i know they had to go to other stores and get it i know for a fact they did because there's no way that you're buying all of that and you just like <laughs> i mean it's just like to me this is just so sophisticated bro and it's just it's just like the people that had to prepare the food and the people that had to go pick it up and you know how much they had to stock in their back seat exactly the drivers how like how like how did this even work did they have to order did they have to get like multiple drivers to be on a job like what was you it probably had to make a couple trips yeah it's just like to me it's, it's this is crazy and i know they get in the bag this morning too i know they are nah that's the problem with them those like doordash and even uber and lyft and stuff they those drivers really don't make a lot Man. So like even I'd on be... even on a twenty thousand dollar order, they still might have made their usual, maybe a Hell, little more. Hags not, nah, bro. Nope, 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 nope. If I was a DoorDash worker, I'm I'm going to I'm going to the to the CEO. I'm trying to talk to managers. I'm trying to do all of that because there's no way that I, that I, <laughs> I would have caught like all of this stuff. Up. Look here, cuz. Now I know y'all had a glitch, but that ain't my fault. Right. I right. just delivered twenty thousand dollars worth of food. I'm need I'm gonna need more than my regular driver fee. I got my I got 200 bottles of alcohol alcohol in the back of my car and it's weighing down my truck in the back. <laughs> right. This car is leaning, bro. The backside is leaning and my freaking tires about to pop because I got Looking all like of a this alcohol in the back, bro. You know what? Y'all gonna have to do something, bro, because that that's crazy. So all y'all people, I just feel bad for y'all, man, and I don't know what y'all gonna do. But that's that's to me, that's crazy, y'all. It'll be <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. I'm a, this is a story I'm going to keep following because I want to yeah, see what the, see what, what's the what's, outcome. Like, are they going to work out payment plans? Are they going to be forgiven and be like, you know what? It was, we had a glitch. It was our fault. So let it go. Or I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. So, ooh, we actually got to our bonus topic today. That's what's up. We we doing good on time, y'all. Hey. All right. So another thing I saw on Twitter. This is why I love social media for podcast purposes only. It's a lot of good content on there. How do you feel about a transparent casket? I don't know how I feel about that. 
like you go to a funeral and instead of like the regular like where you know they got the top the bottom clothes the top up it's just fully like transparent it's a clear see-through yeah. right um okay now let's put it like this if there was somebody that passed away and it was like a crazy tragic accident and you know somebody ordered a transparent casket and put them in a transparent casket what are you doing well, if it was somebody that died of something natural and it was transparent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think if it was any type of like trauma, they probably wouldn't yeah. order that. But like, okay, that's fine. But at the same time, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that too much. Because first of all, you got you got grave diggers nowadays. You got people that are gonna uh, literally dig up people's graves, go in their graves, and steal jewelry and stuff off of them. You know, people leave money and chains and and hundred dollar necklaces right. and things like that. And then you got a transparent joint so they can see right through. They can see, oh, wow, you got all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need that and start taking stuff. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it, man. I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Personally, would I get one? No. I would not get a transparent yeah, casket. Yeah, family, I'm sure. I, I, it would be my hope to send some older family listens. It would be my hope that y'all are gone by the time, you know, it's my time to go. Yeah. But in the unfortunate event that I go early, do not put me in no transparent casket. Yeah, and they they're making those right now, right? Yeah, I saw wow. it on Twitter. Like the guy was in there, regular posed and all. He, he was just transparent. That's crazy. Speaking of that, this <laughs> is completely off subject, but I don't know if you've seen this. There, I think some uh, there was a rapper that passed away, and you know they actually had his dead they body in the in club, club and the... he was standing up. Okay, so I did. I'm not oh sure if y'all heard about gosh. this. A few months ago, a rapper died. I believe it was in D.C. And now in other cultures, this is normal. But in America, you don't see it as much, maybe ever. But yeah. they had his body, like, posed. Like, I forgot what they call it. As But he was in the club. And it's like, he was a rapper. So they had him, like, standing on stage. He had glasses on. He was clothed in, like, you know, jeans and a t-shirt and all that. But... If I went to someone's repast or at party oh, after for, yeah, for funeral yeah. or whatever, and I saw, I'm like, "Oh snap! Y'all got a statue? What the? F right? Yo! <laughs> Honestly, man, to me, I just think that that's like that's to me. If y'all ever did that, if I passed away and y'all did that to me, I I would take that as some disrespect. There's no way my dead body is just gonna be in a club and again. I just can't do and that. And the unfortunate event that I die early and people listening to this have some type of say-so over what happens to me and my body. If y'all stage me up like I'm recording a podcast <laughs> or something or doing a public speaking engagement, whoever's idea that was and whoever seconded that, that idea and, you know, was all for it, I'm going to haunt you. When you close your eyes every night, I'm going to sit in a corner of your room that, and stare at you. That's <laughs> wrong, bro. Just like imagine. Like no pun you, intended. Right, let me stop. Just, the pad, just imagine you passing away and your dead body is just standing up in a club. And then people was taking pictures. I, there was literally people posing yeah, next I saw to him taking pictures. I, I couldn't. I don't How? I don't even like like in a funeral when you like walk in. I don't even like looking at the body. At the body, I don't like I'll walk in, glance, and turn immediately. Yeah, like man. so I to take I a picture with it. Some people spend minutes. I can't even spend the, like 20 seconds looking at that. I look at it, get a quick glimpse, and I And I then dip. you got people, I guess it depends on like if it's your mother or your spouse or your child, unfortunately. You got people that will like kiss a body in a casket. That's another thing that I just I, I wouldn't bring myself. I, I couldn't do that. Do it, man. I can't do it. There was one time, the only time I ever did it was for my grandmother, where I touched her hand. I did I 
kiss my lips like that, and I put my hand on hers, and then I was done. You kissed your lips and then kiss put, my kiss yeah. put put my my kiss mark on my hand, and mm-hmm. I touched touched her hand, and that's the only time I've yeah, ever that done that. Would be that. the extent of that. Any other time, I've never any other funeral I've ever been to, I've I've I've, I've never done it. I just can't. I can't. So I I don't, I don't know, man. For me, that's just wild, and I think that that whole concept, like I said, in other cultures. And in other countries and stuff, like y'all might do that, but for us, that's <laughs> in, in that's America, just, that ain't how we get down. Yeah, man. That's uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what y'all family was thinking too. Whoever whoever you are, sir, my good sir, I'm praying that your spirit wasn't. I would good hope spirits. that you are resting in peace because your body clearly is wasn't at that point in time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so <clears throat> this is something I wasn't sure we were gonna have time for this today. Arizona passed a law that bans people from recording the police within eight feet. Now, that's part of the, how do I want to say, that's part of like the, the upsides living in a modern era. And like, now we get to see things like, you know, Mike Brown was caught on camera or George Floyd was caught on camera. So I feel like now this, this is like a form of oppression, you know? The Constitution states freedom of the press. So I should be able to record the police from... Now, I understand if somebody's being belligerent or, like, they think the police... They're, like, they're being threatened towards the police. Okay. All right. You got it. But to just make a law that's like, oh, you can't be within eight feet of the police recording, I feel like that gives the police a pass to start doing some stupid... Yeah. Okay, man. So here's my take on that. Um... (laughs) Let's say I go to Arizona mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I just happen to be driving. Maybe I'm, you know, speeding over the limit, but there I'm, I get put over by a racist cop. And let's just put it in an instance as, um, I'm asking him what I did or whatever. And he tells me to get out of the car. You know, he accuses me of being under the influence of alcohol or whatever the case may be. And I'm trying to record him and I can't record him. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a law now that I can't record mm-hmm. and something tragic happens to me. Right. Well, like what? Because now what? I feel like that's going to be used as another form of ammunition. Like like you said, if you in a car and the cop is right outside the window, that's less than eight feet. Yeah, so man. now if you pull your phone out to record, oh, you breaking the law, get out the car. Yeah. And now, now things are escalating all because you're trying to protect yourself because... At this point, historically, the cops have not treated people that look like me and you yep. with respect and dignity. And if they come up to my car, if they're coming up to my car and I quickly grab my phone and I record and then I try to use that in court, mm-hmm. then what, what is that going to be like? Because like, 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 let's let's put it like this. I get put over, you know, the cops like sit a couple seconds in their car and I don't know what they be doing, but they sit a couple seconds and then they get out of the car. Then I press my record button. I hide my phone in my pocket or something. And, you know, I have the audio from, you know, them doing what right. they're doing. And then, like, we take it up to court. What what happens from there? Like, what do they do? Like, if since since I recorded that, is, are they going to try to use that against right. me? Right. Is that you admissible know, like, in court? Because, you know, and it's crazy that we have to do, because I didn't tell anybody this. I didn't even tell my parents. I posted it on Facebook and I took it down. I was test driving cars earlier this week and mm-hmm. I got pulled over. I did not run a light. I didn't do anything. I, I asked the cop, why did you pull me over? And he goes, we looking for somebody from a robbery around here. So I said, again, sir, why did you pull me over? You fit the description of the suspect that we're looking for. 
I said, okay, this is going to be some bullshit. So I'm trying to convince this man, you see the dealer plate. This is a test drive. Right. So clearly I'm not doing nothing stupid. I'm trying to convince this man that I'm not who you're looking for, nor it took, I don't, this is not going to be the second episode I cry on. It literally took four cars, four cop cars pulled up. pull you over. Now they caught the, the lieutenant's there. He got his hand on his gun, which made me nervous. I got my hands on the steering wheel like, this not, please don't let this be the way I go. And he's like, just, you know, asking for my license. Oh, is this a fake? Da, 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 da. Come to find out, I don't look anything like the person they were looking for. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. And that, that's where I would, I would, I would tell you next time, bro, before they pull up to the car, please take your phone out and press that record button and put that's it in your fact, pocket. Because once they, once they walk up to that car, you make any movements and that could be your last one. Yep. So I definitely like, as soon as I pulled over, I should have pulled my phone out, but I know that for next time. Cause that's not the first time something like that happened to me. I was in the car with um, I was in, I was in the car with Madison like a couple years ago. We got pulled over. Now this time, <laughs> I had turned left on a red light. Now I did I pulled up too far under the light, so I couldn't see if it was red or green. But I was like, you go, you know what? Nobody going from the opposite direction, so I'm gonna make the turn. Made the turn immediately. Got lit up. Okay, you know what? I'm in the wrong. Okay. Cop pulls me over. He's like, I'm like. I took that light. Yeah, you took the light. Why are you acting like you don't know what you did? I was like, okay, I see where it's about to go. Okay. This is just okay. He's like, yeah, you took the light. Don't act something with me. And I smell weed in the car. Now, Norm, you've known me for 20 years. You don't smoke. I do not smoke weed. I don't do edibles. I don't do any type of, I don't do nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't do any type of anything like that. So for him to be like, I smell weed. First of all, we're on, if you live in Buffalo, this happened on Amherst Street. Not the good part of Amherst, the Amherst Pass Bailey yeah. near Westminster. Yeah. So you smell weed. That could have been the cars driving by the traffic stop. Could have been somebody on their porch. So for you to be like, oh, I smell weed. Like another situation where I'm like, okay, this is going to be a bad situation. Luckily, he let me go and the situation ended there. But I'm just saying like for them to make a law saying, going back to the you know the point yeah. we're talking about, for it to be a law like, oh, you can't record the police within eight feet. Now that's just that's endangering you, the public. I guarantee you, in the next couple of years, um, they probably gonna try to take body cams or something like that away, or like try to make a crazy, stupid law about it or something like that too. They but probably are because the way this... I know in Arizona, there's gonna be some killings, and I don't want to jinx that, and I don't want to wish it, but I just I know yeah. there's gonna not even killings. It's just gonna be something some crazy. type of situation. Right. And now we don't have we'll, we'll have footage, but it's from eight feet away, yeah, so we don't right. have no good footage. <laughs> Like uh, uh, uh. I like George Floyd, that footage was so up close that there was no denying that he killed that man. Graphic, bro. Now imagine if that would have been eight feet away. It's 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 just messed up, man. These new laws that y'all are making, and what what these things that y'all are overturning are just like, bro. What are y'all doing? Get these old white out of the oh my god, system, man. for real, bro. I and mean, I don't even like saying that. Norm, I thought we was gonna be more family oriented. I know, bro. <laughs> more family it's friendly. Like, it's just like, man, like, what's going on with y'all? Like, do y'all really? I understand what you. What, what's what's up? I I just don't really understand the, the, the these situations that have been occurring lately, and, and the way that. That like I'm looking at it and how you guys are even finding a way to and how y'all think that in any world like this stuff is okay. This is not okay. Y'all taking rights away from these women. Y'all y'all taking rights away from from us. And honestly, y'all white folk, y'all don't have to worry about anything. 
Y'all don't got to worry about anything. But as far as as far as the black folk in because Arizona, I, I agree for y'all, bro. The white man is the only, and I, I don't, this, we weren't even supposed to talk about this today, but who cares? The white man is the only person that's, you know, been free from jump. The white man has never needed legislation to be like, okay, you can do this now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, that, so for them to take these things away, that don't have no, and it's crazy because I can't even say that because you think about Clarence Thomas and his, you think about Clarence Thomas, you know, they say all skin folk and kin, all kin folk and skin folk or however it goes. And that, that's been made evidently clear with him. <sighs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just honestly, uh, I don't know what, what this world is coming to. And it's like, I, I feel like it's coming to an end, man. God, God is watching. And like my sister been saying lately, he's not happy. He is oh, not no, happy. Absolutely not. It, 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 there's just all of these uh, ongoing and occurring events that have been going on lately, lately, and it's just showing why spiritual wickedness in high yeah, places. Man, the, yeah, this, 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 this evilness. Like the world is like literally turning evil, and evil is trying to overcome the good in this world. And it's just like I'm, I'm seeing it overturn it. Just like these these laws and stuff are being overturned, evil is literally overturning good, and I'm watching it happen right in front of my eyes. And it's sad to say that because I, usually I wouldn't say like, oh, yeah, evil's winning and, you know, good, good is it good is losing. But it, that's just the way I'm seeing it, man. <laughs> I saw a post online. It was like, yeah, I know. I was like, it was like, I know history repeats itself. But who said I wanted to live through 50 years in two years? Wow. Like, honestly, like y'all like and now they're talking about there's a chance they could be repealing, um, you know, the Voter Registration Act and uh, um, the Civil Rights Act and, you know, uh, get rid of, getting rid of gay marriage. And it's like. Y'all are really trying to take us into like a post or a pre New Deal America, like a white, all white America. And honestly, man, I hate to say it, but I knew eventually something like this was going to happen. With, with well, these. we gonna hope that it don't happen. We, we just hope, we all we can do praying, is man. hope and pray that yeah. you know that. While I will talk my junk about America, and you know, America has done some junk, so it's not that it's you know un un. Uh, you know, like there's stuff to back it up. I'm not just talking stuff to talk stuff. I will say that I believe in America. And the only reason, one of the main reasons I believe in America is, like I told you and Janaya the other day, Martin Luther King's last speech the night before he died, he spoke about how I've been to the mountaintop. You know, God showed me this time, this land, this this era and time where it's not going to always be like this. And so that's something that keeps me going. Because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll be like, What's well? What are we fighting for? Yeah, no. So I I always think back to Martin Luther King's last speech and just like you know, I would I don't like I don't know the man personally. I know him from books and movies, but I don't. He seems like a righteous man of God, and I'm not gonna call him a liar. So I would hope that that speech was made up of something that actually happened, whether it was a dream or a vision or, you know, God just really snatched her from this time and put him somewhere else or something. But I have to believe that one day it'll get better. Yep. And for all of my people in America, for all of my minorities and for all of my indigenous folk and anybody out here that's watching, man, I'm 100% keeping you guys in my prayers, bro, because they, they, you know, they just, they're doing these things to us, man. And it's, it's not good. But one thing I will say is don't let them win. Our ancestors didn't fight for us to be scurrying away and hiding in the shadows and letting these folk win. We can't let them win. Got to be strong. And yeah, and that's another thing. Like, when people be like, oh, if you don't like it here, then go home. I'm not going nowhere. 
Yeah, because my people built this country. Yeah, y'all did. White people really didn't do anything. Native Americans and Black people built this country. It's crazy because uh, what was I watching? I was in class one day, college class, and I think uh, they were saying like the white race was like a um, kind of like a creation. It was it was something, it was, and it's just like you guys are not even white. like. <laughs> That's like, true. It's like so it's crazy. Without to me. getting it to well, whatever, this episode gonna be longer. To be white is a genetic mutation they're not they're not white isn't i don't know how to explain it but yeah, it's like, like you said white isn't a natural thing it's a genetic mutation so <laughs> well that like, says it all like y'all not even real bro <laughs> not even real bro are you mad because you're fake <laughs> like not nothing against white folk because there there are some really there sweet white folk really, out here right. but Man, it's just like for all of y'all racist folk out here that just think and like white supremacists that just think y'all are so superior, man. It's just like, man, like it, I'm I'm just thankful for the white folk that really stand up for us because yeah. I, I see some people on you were showing me the TikTok the other day, the white dude that was just going on and on and on. And I'm just like, oh, he a right, real right, right. One. yeah, he a real one, man. And you don't come across a lot of people like that anymore, man. So it's just like, and you know what? Ones who I won't support. even say that because I feel like, um, you know, since the Trump administration, and it has been like this. I will say, and I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but I'll say like since the Trump administration, it's just been this like, oh, all white people are bad, and I I don't think that that's true, and I don't think that it's right for black people or any minority to think like that. While a lot of white people might be bad, it might even be most. We have to acknowledge the fact that there are some that are still good and are willing to do good and are willing to fight with us and and stand with us right of next course, to us man. in our fight. With this, with the Buffalo shooting, like I said, we had tons of white people coming out in exactly. our community and giving us food. And I still, I just really want to give y'all a special shout out because you guys did not have to do that, bro. That that march I went to it. on Jefferson uh, across from where the top sh where the shooting happened. Um, uh, I, they were doing, they were speaking. Sorry, I lost my train of thought for a minute. And someone was like, you know, raise your hand if this is your first time in this community. And you'd be amazed at how many white people raised their hand, but for this reason, they came by and were like, you know, we gonna we gonna come by and support because while this this may not be our specific community, this is our city. And so, you know, I think that all white people should, you know, because there are white people who are like, oh, well, I'm not a racist, but that doesn't affect me, so I'm not gonna, you know, there's no reason, no. This may not be your community, but this is your country. This is your world. Mm -hmm. And if you know, if the system don't work for everybody, then it don't work for nobody. Yeah. Yeah, man. So um, I'm just saying uh, America right now, we are in a very, very dark time. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like we are because we 100 percent are. Right. We're seeing you seeing everything that's going on. You seeing that there. Like I said, man, we we are. And, you know, what's crazy to me is that my, my girlfriend has been telling me this for months. She's been saying like, yo, babe. I don't know if you've been noticing, but we're legit going back in time. Yeah. And. Of course, like, I will listen, and I'm just like, yeah, I feel you. But, like, now that, like, all of this stuff is happening, like, I'm really starting to see it. It's, it's scary. And it that's really why it's so important for me and you and people in our generation to pick up the torch because people like my dad's age or even your mom's age, I know we don't like to think about it, but, you know, in the next 30 to 40 years, they could possibly, well, most likely be gone. Yeah. So our generation, I know we don't, you know, we, everybody think is, oh, that, oh you, you going to march for it? Type of weird shit is that? What you going to march? No, I'm yeah, going to man. march because this fight has to. Somebody got to pick up this fight. Yeah, and for all of the the, the uh, black folk out here that are ignorant and that that just want to 
you know, stay at home and, you know, be party or think they don't be involved in politics yeah, or whatnot. Man. Like, we're not telling you, I know, because honestly, y'all, I really do hate politics. I'm not going to sit here yeah. and lie, but you do have to know what's going on in this world, bro. You got to know. You just seen this stuff happen in the, the heart of our community and a hate crime and this racist crime. You just seen it happen. You got to be aware. You And I seen, you know what's crazy? I'm not going to say any names, but Janaya was showing me like some of the people that she know. And I'm also seeing some of the people that I know that the night that that thing happened, y'all out partying, y'all out doing this, y'all out doing that. And like I'm saying, like, there's nothing wrong with having fun, bro. But I don't I, I'm, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't know how to feel about that. I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about that. And it also kind of like made me a little bit uneasy. The fact that like that like that night deep those white people was just out out partying just just out well, there that's and that's that's the problem like a lot of white people like i said they may not necessarily be racist or be supremacist but they feel like oh this doesn't affect me or my community or my family so you know oh it's yeah, sad what right. they're going through but i don't have to say anything and it's like and i think that's that's what that's where i that's what that's what i say with the blacks like for y'all to just say, oh, well, it wasn't none of my family that got killed. So might as well just go on and live my life. You can't think like that, bro. You can't think like that because that that affected all of us. It did. That made everybody feel some type and of way. That's... As sad as it may be or messed up as it, may, as it may be for me to say this, if you don't fight, what if next time it is your family? Yeah, bro. You're going to feel some type of way. And then you ain't going to want to go out and uh, party and, you know, and drink and get drunk right. and do this and do that. You're not going to want it. You're going to want to stay in that house because you're grieving. So always think about that, man, uh, for things like this and for times like this that we live in. And I really do wish that like my grandmother and, you know, um, our ancestors were still here, man, because y'all know how to deal with this a lot better than ours. But like you just said, they passed the torch on to us. So we got to learn our own way and we got to do this and we got to right. advocate for ourselves, man. If there's not any time, if there's a time that we need to be strong, it's right now. It's right now. It's right now, man. We can't we can't hold back. We gotta we gotta advocate. We gotta advocate. And that's literally my job. So I'm I'm about to start trying to make a uproar with this stuff, man. I got some songs that I'm about to release that I really hope actually make an impact. You know, not just locally, but all around the yeah, world. Right. So for anybody that's listening, man, just try to make a change, bro. Like even if you don't live in America, advocate, man, because we going through it right now. It, it's a cliche and you know, something is said all the time, but be a part of the change you wanna see. Yeah. No. Yep, man. And you you may feel like, oh, I, I can't do that because I'm this, or here's what I learned. I just learned this recently. We all have gifts, and I'll say gifts from God, gifts of the spirit. So what can you do to use your gifts from God to help not only the church and the kingdom of God, but help your community? You know, I just found out people used to tell me this all the time. My dad used to tell me this, Madison tell me, like apparently. And that's probably why I started a podcast subconsciously. Apparently, I'm really good with speaking. I did not know that. I always, I used to be like, "Oh man, I'm not a good, I'm not good with words and da da da." da. But apparently, I have a gift for speaking, so I plan on using that to lean into mm -hmm. whatever leadership position or you know just whatever position in my community comes around for me to be able to be like, you know what, this is what we have to say, and to let older people know that all of us not on the corner sagging, or and all of us are not just partying and not given yeah. two cares about what's going on in the community i care right. i care about where this world is trending you know and honestly man I, I look at i look at the people that are gang affiliated and then they say like people like me and you are lame because we not telling posts right. we not out here being lit or whatever y'all want to call it man when we really just care about our community 
we out here actually trying to make a change, man. So I suggest y'all start start doing the same. And I don't want to try to, you know, try to make y'all seem like y'all are bad people because Lord knows you guys are not. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, man, you got to start advocating for your people. You got to. Because y'all, y'all, with this with this Roe versus Wade thing, they didn't only overturn that law. They over there. They can over. They overturn that, but they can overturn. They're trying to overturn so, so much many more things, y'all. Right. They can literally bring back slavery. Yeah. This this is this is much more impactful than y'all think. This is not just some some little and shout out to the woman because I don't want to make it seem like the right. little abortion thing is not not a big deal because it is. Absolutely. But with this this law being overturned with these women, y'all, they can overturn so much more and things. That's and it's the terrible thing that people don't understand is like, oh, oh, man, women can't get oh They can't get abortions. Well, I'll just pull out or I'm not a woman, so it don't bother me. But so much can come as a result of that. This was such a a landmark decision yeah, in our yep. country that if they're willing to overturn this, like you said, what else are they willing to overturn? Yeah, are they going to bring back slavery? Are they going to yep. allow black people not to vote? Like <laughs> this is a, like, and I'm not saying <laughs> that should be the only reason you care because of what can happen. You should also care about the fact that because millions of, of women happen. just lost yeah. their right to do what they want with yeah. their bodies. You know, and you know, y'all just think about it. Really think about it. I'm so sorry. I know y'all really don't like po politics, and I know majority of y'all really don't like to speak about it. We got to speak about it. And next next week, I promise y'all, we're going to have something positive for y'all. It's going to be a more Well, fun we already told y'all, next so. week is going to be the Stranger Things review, which yep. ain't going too good. And but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we gonna, uh, we got we got some nice things planned for y'all on that review, actually. We we planning on doing it a little, little something different yeah. for y'all. So uh, stay tuned for that, y'all. But as far as uh, this... God help America, man. We love y'all and just support us in, in any way you can. For anybody that's out here listening, all of y'all other podcast episodes, y'all live in America too. Majority of y'all, you know what I'm saying, man? So definitely try to speak about this. Definitely try to get this message out more and spread it. Right. Even if your pot, because like we said, we don't like for this, like we don't like for the all over podcast to be too political and whatnot, but some things have to be said. Yeah. Like I remember, so what was that last week or two weeks ago when Roe v. Wade was overturned? I think like it was two, two and a half ago. weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago when Roe v. Wade was ever turning, I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's sad. Da da da. Janai was like, No, y'all need, need to, to talk, talk about, about it. it. Y'all talk about anything else. Talk about something that matters. Yeah, man. Shout out to my sister, man. Definitely, definitely appreciate her for even saying that. Because honestly, y'all, I wasn't too. Me and you wasn't even too sure about talking about the Buffalo shooting. We did not, not want to talk about it. But these are things that need to be addressed. These are things that need to be talked about. These are things that need to be advocated for. We need to advocate. We need to talk about this stuff. It, this is right now. This is not the time to scurry away. Like I just said, hide in the shadows and not speak up for right. what you want. This is the time to literally go out and advocate and do what you need to do. I just was on Instagram yesterday. I uh, posted this like um, petition or something like that. And like, or, yes. you know, fundraiser. Buffalo. You gotta... Or even because I know we got people outside of Buffalo. We're going to put us uh, GoFundMe. And we actually we might actually put to R.I.P. Dr. Daniels too, and I love you. I miss you. Um, but we're gonna put a GoFundMe link in our Instagram story. There is a abortion clinic here in Buffalo, and next to it is an empty lot. And since Roe v. Wade has been overturned, um, you know, I guess radical pro life people have been uh antagonizing not only the staff but also the uh the the patients of that abortion clinic and women going to, you know. Yeah, make right. a make a choice with yeah. their body. Um, that abortion clinic is being antagonized, and the owner of the the empty parking lot next to that clinic is trying to is going to sell that clinic to a pro life organization. 
the group, the abortion clinic is trying to raise $500,000 to buy the clinic, to buy the parking lot next to the clinic, to fortify it, use it as parking and to, you know, allow those women to have a safe place when they come and make a very hard decision. We're going to put that in our Instagram story and we ask that you guys donate. I've donated. Um, you know, I'm going to try and continue to donate where I can. I'm not rich, but I care about this. So yeah, I would hope that you guys all just Shout know, out. donate. Yeah. And with, with us putting this fundraiser in it, yo, even if it's a penny, even if it's 50 cent, do what you can do in order to try to contribute to this cause, man, because we, we need a change, man. We can't just sit back and keep constantly letting these things happen. And then people just sitting back and watching it for the people that actually say that they support. Oh yeah. I support the things with this woman and show, show that you support. Because I had a conversation with my girlfriend and she was just saying, babe, I, I just I'm not saying that you haven't been doing anything, but I want you to do a little bit more. And I see what she's saying. One I thing I learned saying. about I learned this from a very good friend of mine is like we always it's like, again, it's a cliche, but it's the truth. And it was made very apparent to me, you know, just in the past couple months and years is that actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So like me and you, we, we can do all this talking on this podcast. We can post as many links, but like, you know, we got to find a way out here to get active and be like, let these yeah. women know that, you know, yep. we support y'all. We stand with y'all. I know? told my girlfriend, I said, babe, I want to see this from you. And like, I'm going to do the same. I want to see you like write letters and I want you to give it to, to, to Mayor Brown. And I want him to, I want him to, to want you to tell him to give it up to the state so that we can actually try to like make, make our voices heard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most of these old white men, you know what I'm saying? Don't have Instagrams and don't have Facebooks and stuff. And they probably not seeing what's going on in the media. And that's like really the way that we get our word out here nowadays, especially the younger generation. But um, yeah, man, y'all try to really, really for real, for real, try to write letters up to the state and try to, you know, make y'all voices heard, man. Y'all got to do these things. Every, every little action it, matters. It, it counts for something. Matters. No matter how big or how small, the fact that you're doing something to uh, be a part of the fight, be a part of the revolution, that counts for something. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say something and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, with all of that being said, man, we, we love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Like I just said before, God, please bless America. God help us, man. We all going through it right now, but, uh, just help, man. You know what I'm saying? Just help. I got we a quote it. and it's, I think I said it on this podcast before. If not, I'll say it again. I just want to end off on a positive note. Mm -hmm. The only people we're destined to be are the people we choose to be. Yep. So I take that as the only world that's destined to become is the world that we choose to make it. So like I said before, be a part of the change you want to see. Yes, sir. Don't just sit on the sidelines and, oh, I know what I was going to say. Black men. Now, I personally don't fit into this category, and I hope that I never will, but black men. Or, nope, let me not say that. Any man that has ever in life benefited from a woman having an abortion now is your time to step the blank up don't sit on the sideline and be quiet if you had if you've been with a girl and y'all hooked up or whatever and she had an abortion did not have a baby or whatever now is your time so this this directly impacted you in your life now i'm not saying y'all need to keep up here having abortions or whatnot and just laying around with people just because you don't want to keep the baby having an abortion you know if you want to do that that's your choice but all I'm saying is if you are a man and you have benefited from a woman having an abortion, you need to step up. You need to join this fight because here me and Norm are ain't never had forced nobody to have an abortion or asked nobody to have an abortion or nothing. And we ready to join the fight. So I'm going to need y'all to step up, too. Yeah, please do, man. This is this is your, your opportunity. If you claim you out here you and you say you support women, now it's your time to show it. If you 
and like I said, man, like I, of course, this woman thing is a big cause, but not even just this woman thing, this whole situation. You claim that you support to the white folk out there. You claim you support. Show the support, man. We need it. it all the white people that got black friends or your babies or your, you know, your brother's girlfriend, sister's aunt black, is black. Right. Yeah. Come join the fight. Join it. That's all we need. So, uh. With all of that being said, y'all, we we gonna have out of here. <laughs> we gonna get out of here. <laughs> we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And uh oh, before we leave, guys, if you wouldn't mind giving us a, a review on whatever you listen on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify iHeartRadio, um, Radio, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. whatever, or uh, Overcast, give us a rating. We prefer five stars, but whatever you want. Just give us a rating, leave a comment, you know, let us know what you want to hear, guys. You know, like let us said, know what we can work on and right. improve on as well. We, we want we want to talk about stuff that y'all want to hear. So, you know, engage with us. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Comment on our posts, you know, hit us in a DM. Just let us know. Cause like we always say, this is your platform too. We want you guys to feel like family because you are a family. Well, we love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all joining the fight. And with all of that being said, y'all, we out. Much love. Peace out. Join the revolution, cuz. Young Nap, baby.